Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Claudia and this is Sensemaker from tortoisemedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the businessman at the center of a vaccine crisis. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. AstraZeneca was meant to be vaccinating the world. Last year, it was the first big pharma company to promise millions of low-cost COVID jabs to poor countries. But lately, fears about the vaccine's safety have swept across the globe. What went wrong? Until recently, Pascal Sorio was having a good pandemic. In April last year, the company he runs, AstraZeneca, teamed up with the University of Oxford on a vaccine for COVID. It was a big gamble. The Oxford vaccine was what they call a candidate. No one knew if it would even work. So we think there's a good chance. Of course, it may fail, but there's a good chance it will work. And essentially, the administration... Still, Pascal Sorio decided that in the race to a vaccine, this was the horse he was going to back. He decided that, for the first few years anyway, AstraZeneca wasn't going to make any money from it. They'd only charge enough to cover their costs. And remember, other big drug companies are making billions out of the vaccine. AstraZeneca was also the first company to join COVAX, this alliance backed by the World Health Organization that's aiming to distribute the vaccine fairly across the globe. This vaccine will reach hundreds of millions of people in low- and middle-income countries. So far, so good. Under Pascal Sorio's leadership, AstraZeneca was looking pretty heroic. It had a mission to save the world, the whole world, rich and poor, from this deadly threat. So the AstraZeneca vaccine was going to be made at lightning speed, it was going to be effective and it was going to be safe. That's what Pascal Sorio promised. He said his company was keeping in close contact with drugs regulators to tell them about how the jab was working in human trials. I would say we are not cutting corners. We are actually moving fast because of this partnership between the regulators and and, uh, the Oxford Group and ourselves. And at the end of last year, they got the results. The AstraZeneca vaccine was safe and it worked. The first person to get the jab in January this year was Brian Pinker, an 82-year-old Brit. The very first vial, number 0001, and the very first patient. Finally, the wait for the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine is over. After that, we probably all expected a huge global sigh of relief that we've got another good vaccine going into people's arms. But the sound you've heard, it hasn't been sighing. It's been complaining and worrying. From the start, the jab has been plagued by a series of data disputes, worries about how effective it is and safety scares. And what had been a PR coup for Pascal Sorio and AstraZeneca is now looking more like a comms disaster. How did it go so wrong? Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. 
From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. There is one thing that is completely essential for a good vaccine rollout, and that's trust. People have to be confident that the vaccine has gone through all the proper testing and safety checks. They have to be confident that it works and that it isn't going to do them any harm. But Pascal Sorio and AstraZeneca haven't done well on trust. If you look back to last year, things started to unravel early on. In September, AstraZeneca paused its clinical trials after someone got sick. That's normal and good practice for safety. Less good was the fact that the company didn't tell safety authorities like the US Food and Drug Administration straight away. Officials say they only found out when the news went public. For trust and transparency, that was strike one. In the hot seat, Pascal Sorio told people to trust the process. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to trust that the experts whose job is, it is to monitor these uh, trials and these developments are doing a good job. Medicine shouldn't be practiced, practiced for the media, it should be practiced by experts, right? Strike two came soon afterwards. AstraZeneca's clinical trial data, released in November, was confusing. When you use half dose and a, and a high dose, that the efficacy is indeed 90%, which is, uh, which is incredibly uh, strong. Uh, equally, even if you use high dose, high dose, it's still a very strong response uh, of over 60, uh, 62%. And as you can hear, AstraZeneca execs weren't that good at explaining what that actually meant. Then in January, strike three. Germany, France, Belgium and Italy refused to approve the jab for over 65s, saying that there wasn't enough data to prove it worked. A German newspaper claimed the vaccine was only 8% effective for older people. That was wrong, by the way. In France, Emmanuel Macron fanned the flames by calling it almost ineffective. Again, that's definitely untrue. But this type of public statement, it meant AstraZeneca was really up against it. The data showed that its jab worked, but its shaky comms back in the autumn didn't help it get its message across. AstraZeneca hadn't seemed that transparent the first time around. Why should people trust them now? Since then, trust issues have kept piling up for AstraZeneca. This month, there was another data dispute. A top US safety monitoring group said that AstraZeneca had given them outdated information about the vaccine. That was cleared up days later. The company had given the US interim results instead of more recent ones. But again, it wasn't a great look for them. Now, with confidence in the AstraZeneca vaccine already on the slide, concerns about rare blood clots have caused countries to pause their rollout of the jab. Another setback in an already troubled vaccination campaign. Germany, France, Italy and Spain became the latest European countries to stop administering the AstraZeneca vaccine over fears it causes blood clots. A trial on children in the UK was put on hold yesterday. To be clear, the risk of clots is really low. It's far riskier for most people to get COVID than to take the vaccine. Regulators are just being extra careful in checking this out. They want people to be safe. But AstraZeneca's early missteps and bungled comms has undermined people's trust from the start. And that means it's going to be much, much harder for them to come back from this. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. It's made by me and my colleagues Nimmo, Imi, Zav and Ella at Tortoise Media. We're trying to build a different kind of newsroom at Tortoise. One that's slow and open, built with and for our members. We'd really love for you to be a part of it and you can try us free for 30 days. 
just go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash join us. Today's story was written by Ella Hill and produced by Xavier Greenwood. The Sensemaker What comes to mind when you think of Amber Heard? A liar? A survivor? A narcissist? The trial of Depp v Heard was a global phenomenon, but I want to know, was it a fair fight? I'm Alexi Mostras, the host of Sweet Bobby and Hoaxed. In my new podcast, I'm investigating whether Amber Heard was the victim of an organised trolling campaign. Just search for Who Trolled Amber wherever you get your podcasts.